Welcome to episode 8 of Dumb the Magic Able. Today we're going to be talking all about the internet. I'm here with Casey. Hello. And Jack. Hey. Let's get into it. So Jack, I'm going to say because it is your topic choice, you should go first today. Yeah, okay. Um, did I win last week? You did. You're harping back to it again like you did last time. I did. I, I love it. Yeah, you do. So, I'm all about the ego. <clears throat> so my question, what's the best piece of trolling um, you've ever done? Or received on, on the internet or around the internet kind of theme. Um, you're like, should we explain what trolling is? I don't think we need to. No, we don't. Okay. So, I mean, really, the trolling I've done it wasn't really how you, an exact definition, but it was kind of it was internet related and actually involves you, Jamie. Right. Yeah, it was in year. I was in year nine, I was in year nine or year ten. I'm not sure I know Jamie, about this. This is worrying. Jamie, no, you'll know. You you definitely know about this. And Jamie had found this really cool program which lets you play like Game Boy emulators with a person over the internet. And um, so Jamie asked this perfectly reasonable question, which is, um, do you want to play some DS over Hamachi? Which, um, in isolation, is a fairly reasonable question. But uh, at the time, I was on Skype with a friend of ours called Ryan. I think also at the time, I was a, I was a bit of a dick. And... Um, he just came out with this in isolation. Um, I think we just laughed our ass up for about 10 minutes about how ridiculous it sounded. And then I think we spent the next 20 ripping Jamie for it. And we just say stupid stuff like, oh, do you want to play Mega Drive using the Dreamcast? <laughs> so we could just tell that Jamie was just on the other side of the call getting really, really angry uh, because he'd found some brilliant program and I think he was quite proud of it. And we just straight out mocked him for it with no real reason. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so there'd be like there'd be a pause of a minute where we'd be like sniggering away. Jamie would be quiet, just fuming. And again, we'd come out with something like, "Oh, do you want to play Xbox with the Game Boy or something?" And then we carry on sniggering. And I think, uh, I think that's the angriest Jamie's ever been at me. <laughs> oh, was... I mean, the, uh, the the we talk about your boobs thing. That's probably the worst, mm. but that's that's another time. Well, yeah. What? What? No, it's a different story that... for another day. Okay. I think that is the angriest you've ever been at me. I, I was. I actually remember that. I was sat there, and I, I was. I actually said I was genuinely like. I was just trying to like mix it up a little bit. I'd done something decent for once, which is a rarity. And uh, he just literally laughed in my face, just oh, I was, I was endlessly. Angry. And I remember I was just in a room, and I was so angry. I was actually sweating. <laughs> I was getting hotter and hotter. I was that angry. Oh I was sitting there just, uh, I had it on mute, just like fucking screaming. I was, <laughs> that is one of the angriest I've ever been, actually. I think, oh, do you remember, it's a related thing, it's you again, Jamie, and it was when we all played Guild Wars, and um, you wanted to play with us. And <laughs> it's just like, oh no, I can't, I've got a different version. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't actually make any sense. And when you like want an explanation, I just keep repeating that I've got a different version. <laughs> Basically, all that's changed over the years is I've kind of become more accustomed to the fact you have no interest in doing anything I suggest. I've got used to that, <laughs> and I accept it now. I still try because some part no, of it is still. Like... I think I've also become a bit more tolerant of your ideas. <laughs> well, rather than just laughing at me, you just call me a dick. As <laughs> a difference, yeah. it's different. <laughs> But oh my, I was so angry because I was like on the top floor of the house where all the heat rose, just in like yeah. a really hot room. And I, it was I, was play, I was playing a game at the time as well, and because yeah. I was getting angry, I was losing the game. So I was getting suddenly more angry about both things. It was ah, oh, oh, and it was all we were all at that age where 
it's just so I'm not sure what, how you'd explain it, but everything just everyone's so sensitive about everything. Yeah, I think even matured enough just to realise it doesn't really matter. Because I, I mean, I was probably in our country group. I was probably the worst in terms of reacting to things really badly. Yeah, you were quite on edge quite a lot of the time. I was really, I was just really defensive about stuff. So, so we make an offhand comment, and I just come back and just like try and crush him with anything I could. Yeah, that's true. Oh, I was, I was very angry that day. Oh, that was so good. <laughs> Very proud of yourself. I reckon, I reckon if I told Ryan Ma, he'd recall it instantly. He'd be more happy. What about you, Casey? Um, well, I used to troll uh, with my friend at university, Kieran. We used to troll on this Facebook fan page for a band called Sun O. I don't know if anybody's ever heard of them. Mm-hmm. Um they're basically they're, they're drone music, uh, which is just a ridiculously pretentious genre of music. Because well, you can tell they're pretentious because their name is Sun, capital O, close bracket, close bracket, close bracket. Like, why do you have unpronounceable characters in your band name? Seriously, but anyway, they're drone music, so a lot of their songs are just twenty minutes of. like an occasional change in note which I also think is ridiculous so we used to just troll on that <laughs> saying um, saying that you might as well just put your head in the refrigerator and, <laughs> and stuff, stuff like that um, but anyway <laughs> this guy um, we ended up having a humongous conversation with this guy who was trying to defend Sun O um, I can't remember his name let's call him Jim um, so Jim came up with ridiculous um, arguments like that music he said at one point that music wasn't art and I was like well actually I don't know any definition of music that doesn't use the word art and yeah. he just he, his uh, his arguments against us was sort of cyclical but because they were cyclical we had to point out that we'd already argued back against them yeah <laughs> and then he just accused us of being cyclical but actually what i what i ended up doing in the end um <laughs> was i added his girlfriend on facebook and she accepted me and then i posted on her wall saying hi do you remember me i'm a friend of jim's from college <laughs> i was just wondering how you are and she <laughs> she she answered, yeah, I think I do. I'm fine, cheers. <laughs> and had this lovely conversation with his girlfriend <laughs> until, obviously, Jim got home from work and told her what had been going on. And then she posted on my wall saying, oh, my God, you're such a sad little faggot. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. Well done, sir. Uh, I enjoyed that. Immensely. <laughs> Tremendous fun, that. It's always the little mischievous trollings that are the best. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mine, <laughs> mine goes quite deep, you see. Mine's a, look, it was a long, drawn-out process. And it wasn't <laughs> like it wasn't just via text or via messages. And that's, that's kind of just how it started. On Skype a few years ago, I think I was like 14. And I've got quite a deep voice now. But back then, it was a lot higher. Um, <laughs> I didn't sound like a girl, but... You know, it was a lot closer to a girl than I am now. And 
I need to pause my mute my microphone. <laughs> no, please don't. Please feel free to laugh through this because it is genius. Um, <laughs> I was about 14 and Skype used to have these user groups where people would go in and talk about things, whether it was politics or religion, the economy, whatever, whatever it would be. And they'd have a few experts who would answer questions and then you'd get in a queue um, to ask a question. And I'd sit in a queue uh, and... <laughs> And, uh, and then I'd pop in and uh, pretend to be a Swedish girl <laughs> uh, by the name of Cassandra. And um, uh, obviously instantly kicked out of the group because I'd just say something completely inane or something random or something just plain offensive. Because there were like 200 people in the chat group, and it was generally um, Middle Eastern men for the most part. <laughs> I don't know why, it was just popular with them. Um uh, you'd get a couple of messages after, like, hey, do you want to chat? And obviously, at that point, you have cornered them for my amazing deep plan. Um, so what I did, I did a bit of text chat with them, and then I'd say, like, um, do you have a mic? Do you want to chat, like, uh, on voice? And they'd say, yeah, yeah, I'd like to do that. So I'd come on, and I'd say, Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, my name is Cassandra. <laughs> and, um, you never lose it, Jamie. You never no, lose I, it. I can't lose the voice. And, um, but it was it was even higher than that. I really I can't even get to that tone anymore. It was a bit higher than that. But it it, it was high pitch, but it didn't sound like a girl ultimately. Um, but they were obviously so kind of wooed in by the fact that um, a Swedish girl decided to talk to them that they were like willing to go through it. Maybe it was just like a dodgy mic, or she just had an odd accent, whatever. <laughs> and I created a massive backstory that I was a, a university in Stockholm doing business. So I kept them kept them talking with stuff like that, and that um, uh, and that I'd been there for a few years. But I learned English because I went over and uh, studied it in England um, on a gap year, and all this stuff went into all this detail. And then I said, "Do you want to see a picture of me?" And <laughs> I forgot this detail. <laughs> and. and uh, so I asked them if they wanted to see a picture of me. And uh, I said, my sister's in the photo as well. So that's like added value. I was like, uh, like I'm 19 and she's like 17. So they were like instantly sold. Um, so they say, yeah, that'd be great. And I'd, I'd send them this photo. And <laughs> uh, there were a couple which like, even when I was uh, on voice, it was, they weren't really saying anything. They were saying they didn't have a mic and I was talking and they were typing. But um, a couple of times when they actually had mics, Honestly, it was it was a lot of heavy heavy breathing, and I'm pretty sure they were they were they were knocking one out, um, listening to me talk to them, which is pretty grim. But I, I finished it up <laughs> by just destroying it because I said I'd send them a picture and I'd send them a picture uh, of uh, a naked black guy with a massive erection lying on a sofa, <laughs> and then you just hear the Skype noise hang up, and it was a crisp and really quite serene moment when that happened. <laughs> Because you know you ruined someone's evening. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Oh, it's, it's so good. That's the great thing, though. Like, I, I, I've always been. I've always had like a when I do stupid stuff like that. I always have the most wonderful life of detail. I really do try and cover every it's base. So, it's so deep and intricate. It's amazing. It's a real. It's actually a pretty good time. Yeah, I know. I'm, I mean, I think I, you had to plan. 
if so, if you had to plan like operations for like MI5, you'd be really good just because your mm-hmm. attention to detail is so good. Well, I'm so pa- I'm such a paranoid person that I have to think of everything. So it's just like <laughs> ultimately, like, I very rarely do it for anything that I actually have like a, like a proper interest in. But if I have a stupid plan, I'll like research it in massive detail and like try and like write it all up so I've got it all there so I know where it's at and then just memorize it and you just make it more crisp and more fluid. But yeah, those are those guys. In the process of wanking, and then realise they're wanking over a picture of a naked black guy with a giant lava. Old boy pretending to be a Swedish girl. <laughs> but bearing in mind, it is quite—I don't even know why. At the age of fourteen, I thought it was a good idea, but it was, it was very, very funny. <laughs> because there would be times where you try and get us into the call as well, <laughs> just and to listen like, in, see if they like flipped out or something. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I actually—I remember being in one. Which is the heavy breathing one? It was just so good. <laughs> you just feel so mischievous, like you've got one over on the guy, when really you're just listening to your mate pretend to be a woman. <laughs> trying to trick, trick religious and mates. Well, that is uh, that was my greatest trolling moment without question. Oh, it's, so, it's, it's the best of all time. Um, <laughs> it's the reason I I picked this topic was just to hear that story. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it is diamond, it really is. Um, my question this week was uh, if you could be admin on any website um, which would it be and why um, I picked the Met Office because uh, all the weather websites get their details and their information from the Met Office because um, it's the most accurate because they've got the most resources yada 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 um, and generally what I do when I'm on the weather and I think most people do it they either just type weather and the place they are or they type BBC weather and the place they are um, yeah. So they're going to come up with results that are either the Met Office, the BBC, or ones that are big and therefore definitely are affiliated with the Met Office. Um, and I'll have two reasons. I just want to like change the weather reports whenever yeah. I want. So say it's like summer season or it's like a half term, and you know for a fact, you've seen the forecast, it is going to piss it down for days. But you change it to sunny and then like families will go on like... Um, uh, like last minute vacations like camping holidays and stuff in uh, on the south coast um, uh, and it will just be pissing it down and they'll have a really shit time <laughs> and it will just <laughs> constantly reinforce the stereotype that the weather is never you just should just look out the window because everyone always complains about weather reports and they always look at them I'm the same yeah. I go oh it's never accurate I should just look out the window and then I, every time I find myself looking at it and also from a biking standpoint I like clear open roads because um, it means I can go quicker and not have to worry about traffic and being slowed down and getting hot and all that stuff. So I just want to, when I want to go out for a blast, just for a couple of days either side, just say it's going to be heavy storms, like threat of snow, anything that will keep people off the roads so I can have more fun. <laughs> um, I can't, I don't know whether or not ruining someone's holiday would like potentially break up a, a relationship or not. Um, <laughs> I'd feel bad about it, but it'd still be quite funny. Yeah. If they're going to break up over the bad weather, then they won't get a blast, were they? No, exactly. So, uh, in fact, I'm just helping people. You really just don't know. You're helping people out. I am. Can't help it. I'm a giver. You really are. What about you, Joe? Um, I'd be the admin on Facebook. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I was fairly late. I mean, I'm sure there's more than one admin, but um, I mean, I was fairly late at the game with Facebook anyway. I only got it a few weeks, like a few months ago. And, I mean, I understand the primary purpose is to, like, stay in contact with your friends. I mean, apparently all phones and email servers simultaneously broke down and we can't, we can't use them anymore. <laughs> but the thing is, like, 
90% of Facebook appears to me is just mindless crap. You just get these stupid status updates about someone wants a sandwich. Like, someone doesn't know what to have in their sandwich. Like, this is literally one I actually saw. It was, if we call the person X. So it was X wants a sandwich. No, X is hungry. X wants a sandwich. X isn't sure what she should have in her sandwich. <laughs> X really needs to get up and make this sandwich. X really enjoyed that sandwich. X is thirsty. <laughs> and I just... <clears throat> I was literally freaking out on my chair. Just me. Just like, why are you alive? So, so what I would do, I'd be a really strict moderator, and anyone who posts anything that no one cares about, I would either track down their address, go there myself, and I'd know, like, ram their head through a clock, just to, like, emphasize the time they've stolen from me. Or, if I wanted to get really dark, I'd give their address to, like, a convicted rapist or something. Oh my god. Why do you always make it just evil every week? Just if it's really bad. If it's like that sandwich one, <laughs> you were that's, going, that's, that's, ramming, going, that's going to a prisoner. Ramming through their head, their head through a clock is like violent, but it's also ironic. Oh, I like that. But why yeah. do they have to get raped? <laughs> I don't need to hear about them making a sandwich. I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't think one equals one in this situation, Jack, I'll be honest. Well... I tell you, I'm going to be strict. Yeah. I mean, people don't read the terms and conditions anyway. So. <laughs> you sign it up. If you make it a name comment, you will get done. <laughs> <laughs> you can edit that bit out if you want. It's <laughs> but I don't know, it was just... Uh, yeah, it actually, it's so painful. I mean, I complained about Facebook for like two years before I, before I got it. Two years? Mate, you've been bitter about it since the very beginning. And you said, oh, I will be the only person. Case will back me up on this. It is two to one. Like everyone who oh Facebook's but Facebook's for idiots, no one uses Facebook stupid, oh, it's just it's rubbish. Um yeah. and then and then another guy we know, Ryan, um, who didn't have Facebook for a long time, caved when he went to uni and you were like, Oh look, he's just he's just getting on the bandwagon because he's at uni and you're like, I'm sticking to my guns, I'm sticking to my guns. And then all of a sudden you get yourself a girlfriend and all of a sudden you make well, yourself no, in a fairness, In fairness, I had I was with my girlfriend for like seven months before I got Facebook. Then why did you get Facebook? Was it to stay in contact with your friends? No. Then why did you get Facebook? I think it was just to keep my girlfriend quiet. <laughs> oh my god! Well, no, because I mean, she was always she was always going on me like I should get it, and I just think, well, I might as well. Can't you just hit her like any normal boy. No, I actually quite quite like my girlfriend. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's useful to like, or. What I'd do is I'd make everyone sit for 20 minutes face-to-face with everyone on their friends list, one-on-one. Because if they're your friend, you should be able to sit there and talk to them and it wouldn't be really awkward. I agree. People people have like 600 friends. One person, like, they were your, like, you knew them in primary school, but you didn't even, like, talk to them. Like, suddenly they're your friend on Facebook. Mm. Or actually, like, you have to sit down and talk to them for 20 minutes for them to qualify as your friend. Yeah, I I agree. This is is why I... Like calls of of friend friends uh, every now and then. Yeah. So you get like you get like your girlfriend's friends that add you, and you're just like, why have you done this? We've met once at a pub, and I don't even like you. <laughs> and then you just yeah. end up having to delete them like a couple of weeks later. And yeah, I I agree with that. I think yeah, I think the reason the reason I got it was just because you know my girlfriend wanted me to get it, and it's just because she's um she lives in like a different part of the country. Mm. And I don't know, sometimes it's just 
But I mean, I mean, it makes sense really because, as you say, the email and the phone system has broken down, hasn't it? Yes. Yeah, oh, burn! Do, you can't do it anymore. I, th- I think the, the danger with Facebook is that people do just sit on Facebook. Yeah. Like I know I, I'm I I'm I must look like I'm always on Facebook because it's it's just always up like as though it's my homepage. Yeah. But I'm always doing other things like I'm like a lot of the time I'm in a different room and just Facebook's on my laptop and it's just burning away destroying the environment. <laughs> um but yeah there there are people that just sit and spend all day on Facebook and I really don't understand that. In fairness, I don't even need Facebook because I don't, I don't even talk to my girlfriend over Facebook. <laughs> I think it's just like it's become like a meta game kind of thing where like usually you tell like the big stage you'll be telling your parents that you're in a relationship. Mm. But now it's like putting it on Facebook is like the, the step that you have to go through. Yes. Yeah, that's quite a good analogy. Yeah. But, yeah, I just like, well, can't we just tell people? I don't know. The other thing is the um, the best thing about Facebook by far because uh, the chat system is shit. I think that's yeah, that's widely and they've made it worse. It, but it, they it, just keep making it worse. It, it gets worse in different ways. It evolves just to be crap. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, the chat system's always been rubbish. But everyone still uses it because it's the main thing at the moment. But the best thing is some of the groups people create because some of them are genius. Yeah, it's true. Actually. Some of the like things. My my favorite one was uh, breaking up um, uh, breaking up with your girlfriend by lighting the signal fires of Gondor. Oh <laughs> yeah, that was genius. <laughs> or, I like the one um, calling your vagina a Horcrux so Ron Weasley can destroy it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Some of the groups are genius, but that's someone that's someone just using like good wordplays. That could be done anywhere, but Facebook's quite a central place for it. That's the best part. Yeah, about it, I, I guess. So. I guess so. that's okay. Yeah. But I think it's I, quite I, funny because yeah. a lot of people hate Facebook, but as soon as it gets changed, everyone complains about how it was better before. It's true. Yeah, I, I I admit to being one of those people. I'm such a like old fogey on Facebook. I'm like back in my day, Facebook yeah. was better. And, but I always complained about it. Yeah. Were you there from the birth of Facebook? I think I was. I think I had Facebook from as as long as it's been public almost. Yeah. Because it wasn't public. But no, it started off in universities, didn't it? Yeah. And then it's I think to... I've had it almost as long as it's been public. But yeah. for most of that time, all it had was one profile picture and my name. That's what it should be. It should be. I don't know. Just a few like people who are actually your friends, and like I know a picture of you and your name. Yeah, well, I don't. I don't think I even had any friends. Maybe one or two, because someone must have invited me. But I don't. Yeah, I never went on it. I barely go on it now. Yeah, I'm like I'd like to say I go on like probably once a day, for yeah. like a minute. So, Casey, what was your question this week? Um, <clears throat> I believe my question was. What's the weirdest website you have ever been on? It's gonna get evil. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, I've got I've got two answers actually. Um, but we'll go with the fun one first. Get that out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, basically, my friend shared this with me a while ago, and um, it's just this picture of this dachshund, this uh, this sausage dog, um, but it's it's just its head. And it's facing the camera with his ears flayed out. Is it, I did, I did, this is quite hard to explain. No, I, I can picture it. I can picture yeah. it. Yeah. Maybe um, in the description we could give a link to this website. Yeah, right. Um, in the description of the podcast. Um, but yeah, it, it's facing the camera and um, 
it's got its ears flayed out. Yeah. So it looks pretty weird to start with, and its teeth are, its front teeth are sort of out in like a. Oh yeah, I know. I know. Um, <laughs> and its nose is wherever your cursor is, but the picture's been layered, and it's sort of three D and layered, so that when you move it, it it follows your nose, but there's a slight delay on the back end of the picture, so its ears move the last, and its nose moves first, and then there's several layers in between. And it just it just looks ridiculous how it moves. <laughs> I literally spent about a quarter of an hour just on that uh, <laughs> when I first saw it. You, have so you been um, sampling various medicinal herbs? <laughs> it's just so therapeutic. You, know? you, you, want, you want therapy? Um, James will tell you all about plasma pong. <laughs> What's I, plasma pong? Plasma pong. Before I like start the story about that. Plasma Pong is a very good game, okay? But under the influence <laughs> of like either hallucinogenic or at least psychoactive drugs, it's even better. It's Pong, but there's just like colours and lights coming out and there's orbs of light and it, it's got this really kind of um, almost like trance orchestral music going on in the background that just builds and builds and builds the quicker you go. Um, but there's a sandbox mode where you can just play around with all the effects and I've got very, very very stoned ones, played Blasma Pong uh, and was in the sandbox mode and thought I had worked out how black holes work. <laughs> just by, like, you literally just held your curse, held the oh, left click down. I, I remember Plasma Pong now. You just held the left click down so all the colours swirled around it. Yeah, but it was something else. I tried recreating it when I was sober like uh, a few months ago and I can't do it. So I, was, I obviously had discovered something, whether or not it was that, I couldn't tell you <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jeez. What what was your dark one, Casey Dora? Oh, the dark one is actually um, yeah, not... actually a, a a particular porno video, right? Um, and I didn't actually I didn't actually go on this. I'd just like to point out I went to the toilet, leaving my laptop open in the living room of my friend's house. Um, Always a mistake. And when I came back. Downstairs, I opened, I got and sat down on my laptop, and a video was playing. And I was like, "What the hell's this?" And it ended up being a naked midget um, next to a humongously muscly big black man, naked. And then the camera panned down, and it turned out this midget was licking this black man's stump because he was in fact an amputee. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, d I don't know what the demographic for that kind of porn is. <laughs> it's, I, not, I it's, not it's not mainstream, is it? It's <laughs> you know what I'd like to see? I'd like to see a midget, but... Only if he's licking an amputee's leg. I think that's one of the things where... Yeah. <laughs> I think those things where you don't know if you like it until you see it. You can't go search. You can't, no one searches that. That's, that's the, the funny thing about um, porn, though, is the um, the whole... The, people say it desensitises you, which is, is plausible. But... Um, I think that the longer you watch it, like the more of it you watch, not not obviously just longer in one stretch time, but within your whole life, the longer you watch it, 
Um, occasionally, you'll find a slightly weirder thing. Yeah. And you'll watch it and you go, oh, I'll just give it a shot. Yeah, that's weird. I'll just close it. And you go, ooh, <laughs> hello. <laughs> and the, over, over like probably 10 or 15 years, you'll start off with really, really mainstream stuff and then you'll end up on stuff like that. You've got to nip yeah. it in the bud occasionally. If you show, right, no more porn for a while. It's getting weird now. Yeah. <laughs> I've just seen things I didn't, I couldn't even imagine. Yeah, I think other contenders for weird porn sites uh, that I've seen would be a man in a shark, a, a furry shark costume, having sex with a humongously fat woman on a boat, <laughs> and um, <laughs> Japanese people. Um, putting about 15 pints worth of milk up a woman's ass and then having her spray it everywhere. It's grim. It's so grim. I don't know. Like, it, it must have been 15 pints because there was 15 humongous syringes. And I, don't, I didn't know the human body could hold that much milk. I don't think anyone did. I think it's one of those kind of ones where they had like a theory session. But like the math, they just can work the math out. They're like, right, we're just gonna have to go trial and error here. Keep going until yeah. it stops. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how come up with that idea? It's like, you just, there must be like a brainstorming session. They're like, Japanese guys, like, right, Japanese porn traditionally it's pretty weird, but yeah. we're all out of ideas. What are we gonna do? <laughs> like a pint of milk on the table that someone's brought in for like for lunch. All <laughs> <But>, right. <laughs> that an idea. I, yeah. I always like. I like. I don't often click on a lot of different porn links. It's, it's the names that I find absolutely hilarious. I love some of the names. It's um, there was one which was just my mum shagged your grandma, yeah. <laughs> and uh, there was one the other day that just said zombie midget. <laughs> I didn't click on that. I like, honestly, I'm a brave man on the internet, but even I couldn't bring myself to do it. <laughs> Uh, There's some proper weird stuff out there. Um, we'll talk about your junk mail father another day, I think, James. Yeah, that's, that's, that's <laughs> that deserves a whole other episode. Um, uh, <laughs> what about you, Jack? Weirdest website. Okay. Well, you know, like previously in other podcasts, we kind of alluded to the fact I'm a massive nerd. Mm-hmm. And so every basically, podcast. when I was. Yeah, pretty much every podcast, you know. Gotta got leave those magic cards around. <laughs> you know, who I'm picking up. <laughs> And so I could basically, <laughs> and I'm, so basically when I was younger, still actually I was pretty into fan fiction, and um, I think at the time I was into Lord, like Lord of the Rings fan fiction mostly, and a bit of Harry Potter, and I had this like one website that I really liked, um, that had like some some really good. I mean, some of the stories were terrible, obviously, like all fan fiction, but there was some stuff that was really, really well written. But um, this guy had come on to, to the website and. In fact, this could go down as one of the best trolls I've ever received. But um, he posted a link to this other website that had some more fan fiction because I'd pretty much read everything. And it was this, I thought, and firstly, it was just this Pokemon fan fiction website, which, you know, I thought was it was pretty normal, you know. But it turned out it was like an adult fan fiction site. And, I mean, the stuff, uh, the stuff on that site, I mean, I think it's actually, like, scarred me for life a little bit. And I really, like, now when I watch Pokemon, I just, I really struggle. I just can't do it. And the one, <clears throat> the one story that I vividly remember, um, it was about the Team Rocket leader. I can't remember his name. Something like Gio- Giovanni? Something like yeah. That. And it turned out that Team Rocket were running some weird sex ring 
<laughs> but they would they'd sell women to Pokemon freaks who would like get Pokemon to have sex with the girls while they like watched it. And it was it was so disturbing. And like the worst part, they had like they had illustrations as well, like really detailed stuff that showed like Yeah, it's it pretty horrifying for, like, How old were you? I was eleven. <laughs> yeah, you got burnt. <laughs> like a couple of years earlier, I was looking at like a close oh, photo oh, of Angelina man. Jolie, and now it's some weird Pokemon pod. <laughs> so That's the thing. I um, I that was one of my other, uh, that was one of my ideas for weirdest website was Pokemon fan fiction, and uh, it was a YouTube video. It was just uh, like a some kind of Japanese style picture and a guy was talking over top of it but he was taking the piss he'd obviously found this and found it hilarious so he was reading it out and like it's a 10 minute video seven minutes of it is just pokemon fan fiction it's all going well and then all of a sudden it turns a bit a bit porny but the guy who's written it is oh my god it's gotta be so immature because every part of the body refers to by pokemon so breasts are jiggly buffs <laughs> penis is metapod but the crowning glory is vagina is shelder. Oh. <laughs> and he keeps describing it as like a really warm, fuzzy shelder. <laughs> but um, I it, think Cloyster would have worked better. Cloyster would have been good. <laughs> um, but uh, what was really funny was they were just, uh, the guy who was reading it out was just getting more and more disturbed by it and he couldn't read bits of it. But there's this part where like Misty's eating an ice cream and the guy's written it is just put. Ash wished to be that cone more than anything he'd ever wished before. <laughs> <laughs> and at the end of all this really grim stuff, and it, it went into real like detail, but every word was just like a synonym. It was just replaced with a Pokemon name. A really graphic detail of blowjobs and all sorts of stuff. But the guy reading it just went, all right, that was more graphic than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> it's obviously genuinely freaked out like everyone watching <laughs> Really yeah, it is weird. Like people who get off on stuff like um, hentai yeah. or like cartoon porn because it's not. It just seems like it's too close. Like, okay, it's a drawing. Like it's probably a very good drawing of like an attractive girl. But the thing is, it's drawn by sweaty thirty-year-old man and living in the basement. Yeah. It's true. Like yeah. he's probably like drawing while touching himself. <laughs> Do you really want to? That's great. Yeah, I think I think it it's been like that for a while though. When you think about it, like there's loads of lewd Victorian etchings, true. like disgusting stuff, and you know you get sort of like countries personified and having sex, and like we, you get some proper weird stuff in the Victorian area. Like you get even weirder stuff now, but. <laughs> We've uh, we've not come too far. <laughs> it's just as grim as it ever was. Yeah. My um, I, I, I think the that. worst the worst part of the Pokemon one was it was a it was some girl and like what was it called Rhydon? Yeah. Yeah, it was that like she actually died because some guy. Oh. Like I don't know. It was horrible. It was horrible. Yeah. So leave that alone for a while, I think. Yeah, it was just uh, so disturbing. I actually had a second one. Oh, okay. Yeah. For a weirdest website. It's not fan fiction this time, but it's... <laughs> it's basically this website where you'd... It's blokes would, like, come on an object 
and then photograph it and upload it to a website and people would come on it and, and like comment on it. So like, I think the best one was someone had actually found like, they had, um, it wasn't the original, but the, the sunflowers by Vincent Van Gogh. <laughs> <laughs> and he printed it out and just like, just all over it and uploaded it to the internet. Oh, but there were just like thousands of pages of this stuff. It was really weird. <laughs> it's proper grim. <laughs> well, I'm I'm going to try and steer it back to something quite lighthearted and jovial. I um the other weird website I found because I suspected you'd get fan fiction as well, Jack. Was um it's just mental inventions that have been that have actually uh, either received patent uh, patent or uh, a pending patent. And it's brilliant. Some of the things on here are amazing. I found the Wild West mousetrap. And what's great about it is that it's got the original drawing by the person who like submitted the patent. And it's got this big wooden block and uh, a six-shooter revolver with a massive barrel and it's cocked. And there's a bit of string tied to some cheese. And then this really badly drawn mouse just about to eat the cheese in front of the barrel. <laughs> but that's just one of... There's literally thousands of them. They're fantastic. I've got one here um, on the main page that's advertised, which is... The golf ball launcher. Golf just got fun for everyone. The golf ball launcher is an all-new concept making golf possible to everyone. Some of you have stopped playing golf because of mobility difficulties or lack of time to practice your game. Some of you have never played golf because of a physical handicap or because the game never appealed to you. But now everyone can enjoy the great outdoors with the camaraderie of golf and the amazing new golf ball launcher. It's this bloke with a mullet stood in the middle of a golf course which, with what looks like a giant shotgun pointed to 45 degrees. <laughs> the description of it some of the descriptions there's a different one for golf someone else has uh, made one which is called the 12 gauge golf club um, you can have explosive drives every time this special woody features a barrel muzzle and trap door in the rear for loading your explosive charge <laughs> sure the golf course is going to sound like a firing range and your golf club's recall may take out a few expected spectators so we think it may be time to start the new extreme golf tour. So, because that's like, I mean, from what the drawing is, it's really well structured. Someone's really taken a lot of thought into that, like it's ever going to get made. <laughs> it's absolutely brilliant. So if you want to check out that, it's um, totallyabsurd.com um, slash inventions. And uh, that's all up there. There's some absolutely fantastic ones. Absolutely brilliant. Nice. I quite enjoyed that. Or Leaf Chaps. That's quite a good one. Alright. So, have we well, all answered questions? That is everything. I think we, yeah, we have. It's flown by, even with an intermission forced by Jack, as every week. Probably don't need to talk about that. Anyway, um, winners this week. I you won, you won best trolling. You won best trolling, Jamie. With, uh, yeah, Cassandra. definitely. Yeah. <laughs> but I think you won the first one, Jack. Uh, admin. Yeah. Yeah, it's I did. I did say that we'd release serial rapists on people. Yeah, yeah. we'll let that go because you you're just bitter and twisted. But um, well, I think it's fair how angry you are at Facebook. And we all agree that. Um, we, Kate, I think you win weirdest website as well. Just the image of uh, Vincent Van Gogh's wonderful masterpiece, masterpiece in semen. <laughs> so I think you're, yeah, we're so good. I think you're going to take a win home again, Jake. Oh, awesome! Okay, doing well for yourself. Excellent. 
I do. I actually think I was because I put put more time in than you two. I actually like think about it for more than like five minutes. Right. So next week we're going to be talking all about sport. Thank you for listening. We'll catch you then.